and welcome to another edition of the Wright Writes Book Reviews. Today, we are going to take a look at the popular author, Malcolm Gladwell. Malcolm Gladwell is a well-known Canadian journalist and accomplished author who provides his readers with a unique perspective on popular culture. You can find his writing in The New Yorker, where he has been a staff writer since 1996. In 2001, he was awarded the National Magazine Award for Profiles for his piece in The New Yorker, The Pitchman, about Romp Pompeii. His books have been bestsellers, and although his latest novel is Talking to Strangers, published in 2019, we are going back to 2013 to talk about David and Goliath, underdogs, misfits, and the art of battling giants. Let's begin. In the first few chapters of David and Goliath, Gladwell talks about advantages and disadvantages. Through multiple little stories, he teaches the reader on how some advantages may be our downfall, while disadvantages can be our strength. One of the most obvious examples of this is through the story of David and Goliath, a story about how the great giant Goliath was slain by David, a mere shepherd boy. David's small size may have looked like the biggest disadvantage of all, but in reality, it was his biggest strength in beating Goliath due to the giant's poor eyesight and lack of modern fighting skills. Another fine example of this idea of an assumed disadvantage being an advantage would be Vivek Randive's all-girls basketball team. Randive's team of girls were short in size compared to many other teams. They also lacked the sophisticated skills to play basketball. Such like how David was underestimated due to his small size and lack of proper fighting skills, Randive's basketball team would use their ability to play good defense to their advantage in order to win. Much how David used his small size and defensive fighting style to slay the mighty giant, Goliath. Have you ever heard of the Impressionists? You know, Monet, Morisot, Pissarro, Sicily, Renoir, Cassatt, and Degas. They are some of the most respected artists in history. But you might wonder, how did they get to be so famous? Instead of remaining a small fish in a big pond, unknown artists showing their paintings at the Salon, the most important art exhibition in all of Europe, they chose to create an art exhibition of their own. As a result, they became big fish in a small pond. The story of Caroline Sachs is much the opposite. Sachs was a gifted student and very intelligent woman. 
She excelled in science in high school and was accepted into Brown's University, a highly ranked university. However, this decision proved to negatively impact her success. By being a small fish in a big pond, she was not noticed for her talents, since Brown Uni University was for the smartest of students, and her fellow students were just like her or better. By choosing to stay a small fish in a big pond, her talents were unfortunately overlooked, and she left the science field. When we look at someone's disabilities and setbacks in life, we normally look at these as disadvantages. But for some, it leads to a great advantage. For example, David Boyce, an accomplished American lawyer, completed high school and obtained a law degree, unaware that he had dyslexia. Was dyslexia a desirable difficulty? Because Boyce had a difficulty with reading, he developed other skills, such as listening, organizational skills, and his memory, which allowed him to excel as a litigator. This area of law meant Boyce had to think on his feet and commit much of what he needed to say to memory to be a great listener. Who is to say that he would have developed those skills if he were not dyslexic? Similarly, Emile Freirec, an oncologist, experienced the difficulty of growing up without his father, who committed suicide. His family lost everything. Much of his work was with children, searching for a cure for leukemia, the hardest he grew up with due to his father's death and his mother's lack of affection allowed him to remain relatively numb to the sadness in the cancer ward. If it were not for his cold nature, he may not have pushed through to find the cure for leukemia. Finally, looking back at the Blitz in London during the Second World War, one might assume that this trauma would make cowards of the British people, but the near misses only bolstered their courage. They faced the fear and became less fearful. So was this another desirable difficulty? If the British did not experience this, would they have developed this courage? Another aspect Gladwell touches on is the limits of power, which means even though you have great power, it does not mean that others will necessarily respect you. One example of this is when he mentions a woman named Stella, who is a teacher. He discusses how the children in her class are misbehaving and aren't listening to her. You may think that she is teaching a difficult class, or the kids are unruly, but the real reason that the students were acting up was because Stella was not teaching properly. She was only focusing on one child and ignoring most of the class, which leads the class to thinking they can get away with causing mischief and not paying attention because Stella doesn't care about them. As well, when Gladwell references the three strikes rule in relation to crime in California, he points out that a greater penalty for committing a crime is not always better. And finally, 
when Gladwell tells the story of Andre Tocome, he comes back to the idea that the townspeople of Le Chambon were like David, not as weak as they seemed, and to the Nazis at the time, maybe more trouble than they were worth. The story of David and Goliath perhaps is a hopeful story. It offers those who consider themselves as underdogs the opportunity to view their weaknesses and disadvantages or traumas as a getaway to success. Overall, I would recommend this book to you, but if you want to stay awake, avoid the audiobook and perhaps pick it up in paperback. Thank you for joining me on The Right Rights Book Reviews, your favorite book review podcast. Good night.